1: Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. He gets so crazy at times. That sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking oh, about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer.
3: Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness live from the G. Widener Plumbing Studios. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer with you taking up to the Rami Show. Folks, I'm telling you, if you missed Rami melting down last night, on the draft show about the Bears trading up and taking Justin Fields, you need to go rewind and go back and listen to that on the uh, odyssey.com app or go to 1250amthefan.com and listen to it there. But it was amazing. I laughed so hard uh, as Romney was melting down in the air. Gary laughing hysterically uh, as well. So he's coming up uh, at three o'clock here this afternoon. Then, of course, don't forget after the last pitch, you make the switch to Tim Allen and the Bella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove uh, tonight after Brewers and Dodgers game two of that series. Now, we've been talking about Aaron Rodgers for the last I don't know, four hours uh, or so. And I, I have a, a different perspective on this that I, I want to kind of get into here. So, we're through round one of the draft. You have Eric Stokes. That is your draft pick, and we really didn't talk about Eric Stokes. And if time allows here, I mean, I'll read you some of what uh, our guy Dan Shankard, our lads, says about Eric Stokes. Pro Football Focus cannot stand Eric Stokes. They think he should be like a third-round pick. Didn't like the pick at all. Just killing the Packers for taking Stokes. So no need to go down that road. But we'll go down the road of uh, Dan Shankard, our lads here. Maybe in a little bit. So that is their first round pick. Now tonight we have rounds two and three. And then you got a bunch of picks uh, coming up tomorrow. Rounds four through seven. This is my question that, that I want you to answer. Should this draft now, going forward, be more about the future or more about Aaron Rodgers and trying to make him happy to come back? What should this be more about now? Should this draft now be about Jordan Love, next two to three years, putting that team together around Jordan Love? Or should the rest of this draft be about making Aaron Rodgers happy and trying to persuade him to come back to be a member of the Green Bay Packers yet and again? Now, the phone number is... The same as it always is. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. What should this draft be about the rest of the way? Earlier today, Adam Schefter said that Rodgers is reaching out and telling guys that he's not coming back. Just not coming back. Schefter is also hearing from the Green Bay Packers that, indeed, that they don't know what the solution is to this problem. They don't know what to do. Can we really be all that surprised that they don't know what to do at this point? Nah, probably not. The solution should have been to trade Aaron Rodgers last night, get as much as you could, and move forward. Now instead, we're going to play this out just like Brett, and it's going to be in the media nonstop. If you thought everybody talked about Aaron Rodgers and this stuff with the Packers front office a lot before... When many of you thought it was just the media trying to create drama and just the media trying to stir the pot and why do we have to talk about this for? There's nothing there. And then there's something there. I look at this draft and it's pretty simple for me, y'all. It really is. I'm drafting for the Jordan Love in the future. I don't give two rips about what Aaron Rodgers thinks about the rest of my draft. I am drafting for Aaron Rodgers. If I don't think I need a wide receiver going forward for this year because I've got a full wide receiving core, then I'm not taking a wide receiver. A couple of things we need to know about the wide receiver position going forward, I think. Number one, yes, what we all know is they're not signed past this year, right? We are all well aware. Fine. True. What we also know about wide receivers is in free agency, you can get them late. And he can get some decent ones. Just the other day, we Gary and I were looking up. Golden Tate was last night, I think, during the draft show. Golden Tate's still there. Still there. Devin Fungers, you got him on a short-term deal. You can get Golden Tate. Short-term deal. Still there. You're going to be able to get veteran wide receivers to plug into your wide receiving core when you need to do that. But can you get edge rushers relatively cheap when you need them. Can you get starting corners relatively cheap when you need them? Now, this last year, the answer to that is yes. You got a lot of starting corners relatively cheap. But how much of that has to do with the pandemic and everything else going on, don't know. But most times, when you have a good quality starting cornerback, you aren't going to be able to afford them unless you got a bunch of cap room. Can you go out and find a really, really good starting tackle, let's say, to come in here and play for a relatively minimal amount of money. Most years, no. If you're the Green Bay Packers, as far as I'm concerned, that's what this draft is about. This draft is about making sure those positions where normally I would have to pay a lot of money in free agency to secure that really good player, those are the positions I'm drafting. Edge rusher is one. I'm looking at one or two guys. Because, again, I'm going with the assumptions that Darius Smith and Preston Smith are not back after this year. So I'm trying to get one or two guys to go with Rashawn Gary. I'm looking at cornerback, and I may go back and get me another cornerback, at least one more, before this is all said and done. Because just the other day when we were talking, maybe it was last night, my days are all confused, doesn't sound like there's a, a lot of hope necessarily that Shannon Sullivan's a lock to make this football team. Gary Leroy, one of them said it. Not so sure. Okay. So if it's not so sure, then go draft another cornerback. Maybe you look at adding a safety along the way. What I don't think they need, different from Leroy, who said, you know, go get me that shifty third down back." Nah. If this is about Jordan Love and that's how I'm doing the rest of this draft, We're a ways away from having to worry about a third down back for this dude. Like, we are not there yet. We're not, in my mind, we're not close enough to get to that point yet. So, not worried about that. Wide receivers, not worried about that either. Because, as I said last night, I'll say it again. If you're moving Aaron Rodgers, then Devontae Adams should also be going if he doesn't want to extend. And you should know that already. Like, that conversation should already be happening. Rodgers isn't going to be here. Okay. Devontae, where are you at on this? If he's gone, do you want to be here or not? No, I'm no foul. If you say, hey, man, Brian, I I have no interest in being here with Jordan Love. Nothing personal against a kid, but I got to get my numbers, and I want to be in the Hall of Fame one day, and I can get there, but I got to have a really good quarterback you know, helping me get there and, and a guy that can get me the ball, and I just don't know what, what he is. I, I, I need to go somewhere else. Fine, Devontae. No problem. We'll move you too. That's what you have to figure out. Now, if Devontae Adams says, I'm in, like, good luck to Aaron Rodgers. You pay me the money I think I deserve. I'll stay. Then that's bonus. Bonus, right? A-plus, because no way do I think that's how this is going to play out. I think he's going to say, "I uh, no. You can franchise tag me a couple of years, and then I'll leave Whatever but probably not willing to sign an extension to play with Jordan Love at this point. That's how I think this is going to go. And if that's how this is going to go, then you need to trade both of them. Not just one of them, both of them. And then you get into rebuild. And then if Jordan Love is your quarterback this year, I'll bring Pluck around for this one. If Jordan Love is your quarterback this year, how good do you think this team is really going to be? Anyhow, you're not going to be 13-3, and three, folks. You're not going to be 12 and four, 10 and six. You're not going to be any of those if he's your starting quarterback and Aaron Rodgers isn't a part of this. And now I'm going to tell you why, in my opinion. Nobody's going to respect this dude on the defensive side of the ball, which means. It's going to be tough sledding for Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon to get going when they walk up in the box and go, until you can beat us, we're playing the run first. Can't do that against Aaron Rodgers. No can do. Because you know he'll beat you over the top if you decide to do this. He's going to kill you. So that's not going to happen. The other thing that's going to happen is, you mark my words on this too, they get into third down situations, they're going to blitz the living daylights out of this dude until he shows he can can beat the blitz. And if he can't beat the blitz, they're going to knock the smithereens out of him if the Packers can't pick it up. That's going to be another problem. That is why I think you draft for the future. You draft for the next two to three years of how you want this to look. When these vets are off this team, how do you want this to look? And if you don't think this year is going to be all that swell anyhow, you can get your receivers next year in the draft. You can take your draft capital that you're going to get in the Rogers trade or the Devontae Adams trade, package your picks together, and you might be able to get two first-round picks at wide receiver next year in the draft. In all honesty, I've not looked at any draft boards for 2022 to know how the quality of the wide receiver position will look in the draft next year. So I, I don't know how good that wide receiver class is next year. But all I'm saying is if you're moving Rodgers and Devontae anyhow, and you're getting all these additional picks, I can get wide receivers in the first round next year. I can get one or two wide receivers if I want in the first round next year because you're going to have a bunch of extra picks, and I'll get premier wide receivers. I'm not wasting picks in day two and day three on wide receivers that aren't special necessarily. And while I like Randall Cobb just fine, good player. Special? No. Elijah Moore? Good player? Special? No. At least I don't see special when I watch him. I'm not doing that. I'll get wide receivers next year when I have all this draft capital from trading Rodgers and possibly moving Adams. I'll go get me uh, the Waddle and the Devontae Smith in the first round next year. I'll get both of them because I have so many picks when I make these trades. That's when I'll get my stud wide receivers to go with Jordan Love, to build with Jordan Love going forward. But I'm not wasting picks. I'm middle-of-the-road wide receivers just to appease my quarterback who doesn't want to be here and this fan base – uh, that is freaking out over the quarterback, not wanting to be here at this point, Dan Plucker,
4: yeah, I totally get where you're coming from. And I just can't help but think of our conversation yesterday right before right all this before went it down. broke. yep <laughs> where, so true where i i I said there's going to be a rude awakening for Packer fans when Aaron Rodgers is no longer their quarterback. like this this transition's not going to be easy. It's not the 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 thought that. Jordan Love's going to plug in and play and be the MVP of the league and and make everybody around him better. That's all that's all farce. Like now that's not going to happen. it's it's going to be the other way around. Every other player on this team is going to have to pick up Jordan Love. Correct. And that's why like we talked about you're going to have to be almost uber talented at this
3: point in order to overcome not having the Hall of Fame quarterback at that position. That's how it's going to go. If you're the Packers, are you drafting the rest of this draft for the future and Jordan Love, or are you drafting the rest of it trying to make Aaron Rodgers happy, hoping to lure him back to be the quarterback here in 2021? Which way are you playing this? 414 799 1250. Let's see. And I probably should get glasses. I can't read our screen half the time. Duke in Pewaukee, you're next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Duke?
5: Yeah, guys, well, you know, you did go to the NFC Championship game two years in a row, so you still have to try to win this year. If they can the season this year, uh Kunst and Murphy will both be gone.
3: They'll no chance. No chance. Oh
5: yeah. No, the fans will boo. Doesn't it'll matter. The, ugliest, the board of directors it'll be the ugliest you've the, ever seen.
3: Duke, the board of directors have to fire Murphy. Murphy's the only one that can fire Goody. It's not happening. Murphy has made too much money for that organization with title time and everything else to show him the door because of one bad season. Not happening.
5: Uh, it'll be more than one bad season.
3: Well, we don't know. We don't know how good Jordan Love is, Duke. We haven't seen him yeah, play.
5: Yeah,
3: we do. You do? You've seen him in an NFL game? What game did you see him playing last year?
5: We don't have that kind of talent around him for him to be that good.
3: What? No, 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 no. That's I'm asking good. you, do you know how good Jordan Love is?
5: I don't care how good he is. He's not Aaron Rodgers.
3: Okay, and we probably said the same thing about Brett Favre, right? Aaron Rodgers is going to suck. i seen him in preseason. He's horrible, yeah, and he's not Brett Favre. And what happened? He ended up being better than Brett Favre.
5: That's foolish talk.
3: What, that he's better than Brett Favre? He hung up. What was foolish, Jock? Did I insult him because he's a Brett Favre guy and I said Aaron Rodgers was better than Brett Favre? Is that what happened?
4: I don't know. I I don't know if that was that or he just didn't have anything to come back with. Duke,
3: listen to me, buddy. If you're still listening, and maybe you're not because you're mad at me for whatever the reason. I don't know what I did to make you mad. When Brett Favre was on his way out and Rodgers was on his way in, maybe you were different, but a majority of people were mad at the Packers because they gave it to some kid, there was no way he was going to be as good as Brett Farm, there was no way he was going to be a Hall of Famer, we were destined to be in the 70s and 80s all over again, I can't believe this just happened. There was another side of fans that said, I don't care if that's where we're meant to be or not, but we're not letting this dude run our organization, so whatever it is, we'll deal with it. That's what the fan bases were. We were doing sports talk radio here, We walked, we went through the whole thing. Gary Ellerson, myself, Lori, we all went through it. We're going to go through it again, it looks like. That's what it was. Then, Rodgers' first year, I'm on the air being critical of Aaron Rodgers because he can't win a close game to save his life. And everybody's saying, oh, it's not his fault. That's ah, the defense. Uh, you'll see. He's, he's going to be really good. Fine. He developed into a Hall of Fame quarterback, won a Super Bowl in the magic carpet ride year that I like to call it, and he's got a ring. And has been to numerous conference championship games. Lost him. But he's been there. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback, guys. And so is Brett Favre. We do not know what Jordan Love is. Are the odds incredibly stacked against us that he's a Hall of Fame quarterback? Absolutely. But I'm here to tell you, the odds were stacked against us that Aaron Rodgers was going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback following Brett Favre, too. Not many organizations go Hall of Fame to Hall of Fame. Quarterback. It didn't happen. Poor Blucker over there. He's a Lions fan. Hey, Blucker, how many Hall of Fame quarterbacks y'all got?
4: One, maybe. <laughs> I don't even think I don't even think one. I don't think you have one. I don't I don't think so either. No. So again, you you had back-to-back odds were
3: way against the Packers for being able to make that work. Now, is Jordan Love a Hall of Famer? Uh, maybe not. Could Jordan Love be middle of the road to good? I'd say odds aren't that bad that that he could be middle to the road to good. That's all they would need him to be. If they can figure out the other pieces around him, that's all they're banking on him having to be. They built the offense. They are putting the roster together to play the game with him being middle to the road to good. Nobody in that front office is saying, he's a Hall of Famer, build the roster the same way. If they're saying that, then going back to that last guy's point, they should be fired. If they're banging on him being a Hall of Famer and being
4: that good, then they're all nuts. But the difference is that that Rams defense, if we're talking about like how how the Rams built their team around Jared Goff, that Rams defense had a ridiculous pass-rushing playmaker that could change the course of a game in Aaron Donald. The Packers right. don't have that. They have yeah. somebody in the secondary. They have a Jalen Ramsey equivalent with Jair Alexander here in Green Bay. And and Zadarius Smith... A great player. He's very good. But he is not at Aaron Donald's level. They need – if if they're going to switch to Jordan Love at quarterback in the near future, they need a Khalil Mack, a, a massive player on the defensive side of the ball that rushes the quarterback that can change the course of a football game. And right now they don't have that. No, they, they
3: don't have that. And that is what we're talking about here is building for the future. And that's why I say, while most of you will disagree about this edge rusher thing, I, I, I'm totally fine if they go edge rusher here in the next two picks. But they have to go offensive tackle. Regardless if you're drafting for now or three years from now, you need an offensive tackle. I want two in this draft, but you need at least one at this point. Tony in Greendale, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. If you're doing the drafting the rest of the way out, are you drafting for the future and Jordan Love, or is the rest of this draft about trying to make Aaron Rodgers happy, Tony?
5: Well, I'm not a necessarily... Hi, Sparky, by the hi. way. Um, I'm not necessarily... I'm. I'm First of all, I'm voting for... I mean, I'm um, drafting for the Green Bay Packers. I'm not going to draft... I'm drafting for the future, but at the same time, if there's a player out there that's going to help and maybe get us over the hump because I believe maybe we're a player or two away, even in this coming year, obviously I'm going to do that. Now, I've been listening to you and Gary and... Everybody from late last night getting all the texts from my sons and my nephews that are scattered basically all over the country on this. And, you know, everybody's got their opinion. But one thing we all haven't heard from it is we haven't heard right from the horse's mouth, as they say. You know, he may have told people this in reliable sources, but I'd like to see him get up in front of the cameras on a microphone. And, and, and say where he's at. Let us know. And another thing, the Packers will never, in my in my opinion, I mean, oh, ever in a million years trade him. Not this year. It could happen next year, but they after signing you know Aaron Aaron Jones to this nice deal, um, I think they're they're all in again. And they got where's Aaron going to go and even have a chance. Even have a chance to 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 go to a Super Bowl if he's not with the Green Bay Packers.
3: I don't think you. Going. I think Tony, you got to understand where Aaron Rodgers' head is. Aaron Rodgers believes he's the best quarterback in the game, regardless of what people say, and he yeah. believes if he believes if he goes go to a team, he'll put him on his back and they'll get he'll get them to where they need to go because he will be beyond yeah. super motivated. So really, all he's looking for is a team that's got a pretty good defense. Give me a a decent wide receiver and a decent running back. I'll make the rest of it work. I'll figure it out. Just get out of my way. That's how he thinks. Thanks for the call,
4: Tony. And I don't think he's wrong to think that way, Plucker. I think that's how he thinks. uh, His mindset right now is... To do what Tom Brady did last year. Correct. It's it's exactly the same thing. He's going to go into a new organization that has some salary cap room. They're going to spend a bunch of money on free agents. Guys are going to gravitate towards him. We think, because it didn't happen in Green Bay. It didn't happen in Green Bay, but Green Bay is Green Bay, you have to admit. Absolutely. Denver's Denver. Las Vegas is Las Vegas. There's a a very big differentiation between those cities and where Aaron Rodgers currently is. Yeah, I totally agree with you and, on that. And, and if he can get those players and say, hey, let's make a run, let's win a Super Bowl, we're in the AFC, I think we can beat the Chiefs. You know, it, it, it's, that, it's that simple. And, no and question. that simple. And that's his mindset right now. I'm the best in the game. I just proved it last year. I can do it again, and I can do it with more weapons somewhere else.
3: I said it uh, after we got off the air in a break uh, at the end of the big show uh, to Gary as Gary was walking out. If this team – This Packers team, if and when they have to move Aaron Rodgers, if they get anything less than multiple ones out of this, I'm going to be fuming mad. Fuming mad. Because I guarantee you, last night, had they decided we're moving them, we're open for business, best offer wins, they would have gotten a boatload of picks. If the Bears were willing to give up what they were willing to give up to go up to get Justin Fields, a future one, a future four... Plus, multiple picks yesterday. If you're willing to do all of that to go up, what, 10 spots, now you have an opportunity to have a Hall of Fame quarterback. You imagine what they would have gotten. And as I was trying to explain to Gary and Leroy in the big show, I know who's in the top five. I know who's there. You make a trade in the offseason, you don't know how good that NFL team is whose picks you're getting, and then you're giving them Aaron Rodgers. Odds are they're going to be better than what they were projected to be, and your pick isn't going to be anywhere near as good had it been had you made the got the draft picks now, then let them go play. Now, right, your future one may be affected or two ones may be affected that you get in the future, but the pick you're moving up to get last night, not affected. That's why they should have done it last night, and you could have avoided all this drama for the next six months to a year. But apparently, Murphy must have loved the drama he went through with Favre and Rodgers and wants to relive it again. Which is mind-boggling to me. You would think he would want to avoid it at all costs. Do you think the Packers should draft for Jordan Love and the future, or do you think the Packers should draft to make Aaron Rodgers happy? That's the question here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Dial it up, 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250.
4: You Obviously, we have a very good football team here. We have a great organization. Uh, We're very committed to him. And as the lines of communications have been open, I'm just optimistic that that's what's best for the Green Bay Packers. And I truly believe that's what's best for Aaron Rodgers as well.
3: I just wish he wouldn't have said, Goody wouldn't have said, that's what's best for Aaron Rodgers too. Aaron Rodgers knows what's best for him. You don't need to put it out there that you know what's best for him like he's your kid. Like that, that that was unnecessary. You just didn't need to say that. You didn't need to add that on. Ah, uh, it's best for him that he's a Packer. Stop. He's a grown man. He, he knows what's best for him at this point. And if he thinks going about trying to get his way out of Green Bay is best for him at this point, then that's what he's going to do. Asking you, however, and Dan Plucker put it up as a poll question at 12:50 a.m. The fan: Should the rest of the NFL draft right now uh, be about now or the future after Aaron Rodgers announces he wants out of Green Bay? So should it be now, making Rodgers happy, or should it be about getting those players ready to go with Jordan Love here in the next year or two? 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. John in Oak Creek, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, John?
6: Hey, good afternoon, Sparky. Afternoon. What, what I would like to see the Packers do is, is try to do what they can to get this team better now, especially on offense. And if they could possibly maybe trade him, uh, Jordan Love to a team like the Atlanta Falcons and need a quarterback for their second-round pick, uh, I would go ahead and do that and try to resolve this situation. Um, I would like to see the Packers add some offensive linemen today. Sure. Uh, they need they need to get a guy like – if they can get a guy like a Tevin Jenkins. or just Just uh, load up on some offensive linemen and just build that line back up. That's what I would like to see Green Bay do.
3: And I and think – go ahead.
6: Go ahead. And then add a receiver a little bit later on in the middle round. But mainly to get some offensive linemen. That's what they need to do.
3: Yeah, I, I agree with you on that point. Thanks for the call. And the offensive linemen really is about now and the future. I mean, if we look at it from that perspective, if Rogers comes back, I don't think he will, but if he were to come back, you're talking about protecting Aaron Rodgers because, A, you need a right tackle unless you really love you some Billy Turner at right tackle. Uh, So you need a right tackle. Left tackle, you're going to need one of those, too, if David Bakhtiari isn't ready to rock and roll at this point when the season starts. And there's no guarantee he's going to be ready to rock and roll when the season starts. No idea. We reached out trying to get David Bakhtiari on today and didn't hear back. So obviously we didn't get David Bakhtiari on. I believe he is with Aaron Rodgers at the Kentucky Derby. So obviously he's enjoying it himself some time, uh, which is, which is fine. Got no problem with that whatsoever. Got some tweets coming in at uh, 1250 AM. The fan Keith says, generally the draft should always be focused on the future. Free agency is for the present. If a rookie helps immediately, that's great. But two and three are what they should years. Two and three uh, are when they should make impacts. Agreed. Big picture view. Yes. Realistic view probably different. He's right as far as how long you should give a rookie to make an impact. But I think when you are a team looking to get over a hump like the Packers or whoever else may be at the end of round one, and you're trying to figure out how to get back to the Super Bowl, you're drafting players that you want to have an impact now to get you over that hump, especially if you don't use free agency like Green Bay didn't this year because they're stuck against the salary cap. You need more of those impact players now. If you're trying to get over the hump last year's draft prime example, they weren't playing for last year by any stretch of the imagination. This year's draft taking Stokes based on everything you read says he's a developmental guy that, you know, maybe in a year or two, he'll be where he want him to be. I guarantee you this dude's playing this year. He's going to get run and they'll, they'll, Go with the learning curve, or whatever the case may be, with him on the field. He gets beat. He gets beat. You can go try it again, kid. You're gonna keep playing. And we're gonna try and get you ready for the next couple of years when we really need this defense to be, you know, I don't know about elite level, but a top level. Bill and Tosa, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness.
5: Hey, Sparky, good to hear from you again. You um, betcha. Here's the deal, man. How many ga- how many games, championship games, have we lost under Aaron Rodgers? It's always the coach's fault or it's always someone else's fault this guy thinks he's Tom Brady and he's not move on put love in and let's just pull the plug this this is not a guy that is a team player he's a narcissistic idiot and I've had it just move on grab for the future and and let's remember how many championship games we've lost with Aaron Rodgers and compare that to Tom Brady
3: well Tom Brady's lost multiple Super Bowls though to the same correct.
5: team. Co- correct, he has. But at least he gets over the hump and gets there. We can't even get over the hump with this guy. Yep. And, and first it was McCarthy that was the problem. Now it's Lafleur that's the problem in the front office. He's never half – what do you need that? You don't. For, for crying out loud, Jared Goff got to a Super Bowl.
3: Correct. And if you're the Packers and you're looking at Jordan Love, that's what you're wanting. Now, Jared Goff was a top pick. Uh, Jordan Love, definitely not a top pick at this point, but that's the type of player you want Jordan Love to be, right? Thanks for the call. Jared Goff, uh, horrible his first year. Then he gets the new coach in McVay, and McVay gets him over the hump uh, and gets him playing much better, uh, and then maybe not as good uh, the year after that. With Jordan Love at this point, again, all you've seen is, well, we haven't seen anything. All they've seen, the organization, is practice. And according to Rappaport, He's looking good in practice, which is great, but it's still practice. So until we actually see him play an NFL game, and at this point, I'm I'm fine taking a preseason game. Like, let's see him in a preseason game. I and mean, like we talked about earlier on the big show, if it's me, he's playing four quarters every game. Like, I I don't need to see Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers probably won't even report anyhow, so it won't even matter. Now they are going to if it's me, I'm taking a quarterback. On day three of this draft. Tomorrow, somewhere, five, six, or seven, I'm taking a quarterback. That's how this is going to play. Who that quarterback is, I don't know. Doesn't matter to me, but I'm taking a quarterback on day three to give me that third quarterback in that room, and possibly the second quarterback in that room if Rodgers doesn't report to training camp. But they have to draft another quarterback. And I know you all ain't going to be happy when they draft another quarterback, but they have to draft another quarterback uh, coming up tomorrow. Not today. Tomorrow. Yes, Dan
4: Plucker. All right. So Uh this is a little bit of news. This is how this all started yesterday with you. You might might want to do a breaking tag here. It's nothing – like, breaking, breaking with Rodgers, but it's, it's something that I brought up we go during the Big Show that you all laughed at me about. Oh, stop with this Jeopardy stuff.
3: Breaking news on the Big Show Network, powered by Odyssey.com Sports, presented by BetQL. Become a better sports better. Get smarter to beat the books. Download the BetQL
4: app or visit BetQL.com today. All right, what all do you All right, got? Ian Rappaport says if Aaron Rodgers retires to host retires. Jeopardy or to going. just retire he would have to repay the team $11.5 million this year and $11.5 million if he remains retired the next year. He's not retiring. Um, All from his signing bonus. Right. Um, Unless the situation is repaired to his liking, this is a serious consideration for him, I'm told.
3: I'm telling you, you put me on the record. The man's not going to retire. He's not retiring. He may not show up. He may get fined. He's not going to retire. There's no chance. But this, this There's is, is no leverage. Chance. This
4: is what I was trying there to is explain no leverage. to you guys earlier. As is Rogers, leverage.
3: Rogers said it on that stupid Instagram with this girl. I can tape Jeopardy, a whole season of Jeopardy in two months. I can play football and do Jeopardy and do both. There is no leverage. He can do this while he's holding out. He can go tape Jeopardy in May and June and still be ready to go in training camp. Yeah,
4: he can, but that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. He doesn't have to do it in this two month window. He can do it throughout the entire year, just like Jeopardy's been doing it all along. I understand. Sure, he can. So he, so if if he doesn't want to going I want to do what Aaron wants to do. Well, well, we're not doing what we want to do. So that's his leverage. His leverage is that he can go if if the Packers say, Oh, fine, you don't want to be here. Let's trade you to the Jets. Let's trade you to Jacksonville, whatever it is. Sure. He can say, No, screw that. I'm out. I'm going to, I'm going to go host Jeopardy. And if I'm the Packers, sounds good to me. See ya. I'm fine. I have a
3: smile but on then my face. But you get nothing from him. I don't care. Nothing. Don't care. But he's not going to go have paybacks or revenge or anything else. And when you change your mind you want to come back, we still own your rights. So
4: we'll be sitting here when you decide that this wasn't a good idea. Yeah, and then he'll be a quarterback that hasn't played in the league for a couple of years and his, whose value is he even won't. further diminished. Right, but he's not I'm telling
3: you. The man's not walking away to go host freaking Jeopardy. There's just no chance that happens. John in Milwaukee, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness.
5: I just listened to the last
7: call, and I cannot even believe that was an actual statement. To think that we should move forward away from Aaron Rodgers and go with Jordan Bow because of his ego it is the Packers' fault, upside down and sideways, that this didn't happen. They need to massage his ego. They need to make him a better player, absolutely, and give him more money as, as his turn comes around. But it is insane to think that Jordan Law would be a great idea. That is going to be what happens in Chicago. We're going to go to the next quarterback, the next quarterback, the next quarterback. We have an MVP quarterback right now. They made a monster mistake, didn't communicate to him, didn't talk to him about Jordan Love. They did nothing of the sort. Now, look at the mess we have because of their their egos in the front office. They have to go fix this, or
3: they're screwed. How? But that's the problem. That's insane. I cannot even believe that. The How? Last caller would been- Hold on, John. How do they fix it? So you're telling Goody, you're giving him advice. What do you tell him to do to fix it?
7: You need to go to talk to Aaron Rodgers himself and have a conversation. They have. With
3: him. They have. They've the flown to California multiple times in the last month. Or there was a report yesterday, and he keeps telling them, "No, I'm not coming back. No, I'm right. not signing your extension. I'm done with you." And now the report today from Schefter was he's telling teammates he's not coming back today.
7: Well, then that's what it is. But you can change his mind if, if something can happen that could help his teammates to help try to change his mind. I mean, he can switch and go backwards, or then you trade him and get something else. But for the last caller to sit there and say that Jordan Love is the answer to this team, is completely and utterly insane. And I can't even believe that would be a consideration. That is completely and utterly crazy.
3: Why? Well, why wouldn't he be the answer? Have you seen him play in a game? That's the point. We haven't seen him play. Right, so so we don't know if he is or if he isn't. We have nothing to go off of. Yes, we do. We had to go off of an MVP quarterback. No, 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 no. no. I'm now. not talking about Rogers. Let's stay here on Jordan Love. You're saying it's insane to think that Jordan Love is the answer, but you and I both have Are never you? seen the guy play an NFL game. The answer is to continue to
8: pursue
7: Rodgers to get him to come back. Well, yes, use...
3: that's what they're doing. That's what they're trying to do. That's yes,
7: what done. But that's what they've done. So did it work yet? No. But they also it can considered... last ten years. Last ten years have they got an offensive play in the first round? No. Why?
3: Why not? John, I think if you were to go and look at the weapons Aaron Rodgers has had in his career versus other NFL quarterbacks, I would be willing to bet you in the last 10 to 12 years that he's been in Green Bay, he's probably top three in the NFL with offensive weapons and Pro Bowl players and high level talent at the wide receiver position, even at the running back position and the tight end position over the course of time compared to other offensive, te- other teams and other quarterbacks over the same amount of time. Look at all the Pro Bowl players and so forth that he's had an opportunity to play with. No, they weren't first-round picks. Look at the Sports Illustrated cover. That was just oozing with talent at wide receiver and tight end position. Tons of talent. Quarterbacks around the league were salivating at the offense he was getting to play with. But we have selective memory now. We want to feel bad for Aaron and try and, and say he didn't have weapons. He had plenty of weapons. Him and McCarthy couldn't figure it out. Simple. You want to blame McCarthy? Fine, blame McCarthy. You want to blame Rogers? Fine. Doesn't change the fact that he did have a lot of talent on offense. He just did. And I'm not making stuff up. Just go back and look at who he played with, guys. Now, has he had that same talent the last couple of years? Absolutely not. I agree with you. but, but. Aaron Jones has developed a really good running back. You've had an all-pro left tackle guarding your butt this entire time, which turned out to be like Rogers' best friend, Bakhtiari, which is good. But Devontae Adams, top receiver in the NFL, top three receiver in the NFL, it's pretty good. Not everybody gets to say they have one of those guys on their team. And then the guys after that, yeah, probably suspect. I I don't disagree with you uh, at all i to take a quick timeout. Sparky's the man. It's Dial it up, 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250.
4: I think, obviously, we've got a really good team, and I do think he'll play for us again. And like I said, we're going to work towards that, and we've been working towards that on a number of different fronts. You know, the value that he has to our football team is, is really immeasurable. You know what I mean? He brings so much to the table, not only as a player but a leader. He's so important to his teammates, to his coaches. So that's the goal.
3: There you go, Brian Gutekunst, Packers GM, explaining how he thinks he can convince Rodgers to come back to Green Bay. And again, all this lovey-dovey stuff now about how important Rodgers is, this is the type of stuff that y'all should have been in his ear telling him for the last year, nonstop, patting him on the butt. You're the, man, you're the man, you're the man, you're the man. We love you, we love you, we love you. You're the man, you're the man. You love me, love you, love me. That's what it is. That's what it is. You have guys that need to have their ego massaged. Had some guy call up earlier today in the big show, said, hey, guys, I work in management and I deal with people. Anybody that's in management knows you can't treat everybody necessarily the same. That's just kind of what it is. Some managers aren't very good at that. Some managers treat everybody the same and think that's the best way to do it. Some managers go, yeah. You're going to get a little bit more leeway on this than you're going to get on this. And I can push you a little bit harder this way. And that guy, I can't push the same way. So everybody is different. But when you have athletes at the level that Aaron Rodgers is at, yeah, you're going to have to massage the ego consistently. You just are. Because more times than not, those are the guys that tend to be the most insecure about things. For whatever the reason. I don't know. God knows I've never had the talent to be at that level. But that that's what it tends to be. At least that's what I've kind of looked at uh, around the sports landscape in the last however many years uh, doing sports talk radio. Jay Northside, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Jay?
9: What's up, Spark? How you doing?
3: I'm doing all right. So how do you do this if you're the Packers? Are you drafting to try and help Jordan Love here in the next couple of years or are you trying to make Aaron Rodgers happy the next couple of days?
9: We gone. We 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 moving on to the next person. Yep. Because if you draft for Aaron Rodgers right now, who's to say what he what kind of deal he's going to agree to? If he agrees to a two year deal, then you screwed. Because if you got to get rid of uh, of Love to make him happy, then what you set up for? You know, you set up for destruction. You know what I mean? You're not getting anywhere. You don't have anybody. So I would just surround Love with a bunch of talent, or see if you can get some type of veteran quarterback. I really, really think they should call Seattle. Since Wilson not tired. I mean, since Wilson don't want to be there and Aaron don't want to be there, swap them out. Wilson will work great in this offense, man.
3: I brought like, this up last night to Gary on the air during the draft show. I said, Would you trade Russell Wilson for Aaron Rodgers straight up? Gary Ellerson looked at me, dead and said, Nope, I want picks. And I uh, gotta uh, I
9: would I would I would get Wilson because, I mean, he's still a little younger than Rodgers. Um, and then like the Green Bay the way they're Green Bay, the way they're set up right now is the best road besides Tampa Bay to the Super Bowl in the NFC. So if he doesn't want to be here, find the next person that can come in and and, and hopefully get the offense down right away.
3: You know? Okay. Yeah, no question. I, I hear the Russell Wilson stuff. I I I brought it up uh, last night too. Thanks for the call. I brought it up to uh, a friend of mine and said the same thing. That's probably the best way to fix the situation, right? Aaron Rodgers for Russell Wilson, make that deal. Now, you aren't going to do that this year. His, his, the dead cap number is just beyond stupid for Aaron Rodgers. And if you think it's beyond stupid for Aaron Rodgers, the dead cap number is like $20 million more stupid uh, for Russell Wilson at this point if you were to do it for Russell Wilson. Next year, it becomes more palatable. Next year, dead cap number for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers is like $17 million, according to Track. For Russell Wilson next year, 2022, it's $26 million. So that that makes a little bit more sense. You can get down with that a little bit more. Both these guys have the same amount of time left on their contract. Both guys, three years left on their deal. Cap it of $32 million for Russell Wilson. Dead cap number. Are you ready for this? Dead cap number for Russell Wilson. If they cut him or trade him, $58 million. He ain't going anywhere. And Rodgers' number is in the mid-30s. So it's not like his is that much better, but it's better than that. So they can't move Russell Wilson. Not now. Next year, they can move Russell Wilson. Listening on the Odyssey.com app in Des Moines, Iowa. I'll be in Iowa a couple times this summer playing, having some youth baseball tournaments I'm going to. What's up, Jim? How are you doing?
8: Good afternoon, Sparky. It's been a while. It has. My wife and I uh, are Wisconsin born and bred. All right. I've been a Packer fan for 63 years, so I'm an older fellow. I've seen quarterbacks and running backs come and go. I don't like the way this is, has come down, but it seems like ever since Rodgers took over the starting job in 2008, first thing they did was in midseason of his first season, they paid him too much money. And then it kind of snowballed from there, and then he got to the point where he thought he could tell the team what he, what to do. And that's not how, when I worked, that's not how I kept my job.
3: But this isn't real-world stuff here. The sports industry is not equivalent to real-world stuff most times.
8: Yeah, but the point is, though, um, how much – pouting to the media every Sunday, can you take? You, <laughs> yeah. you get paid to be in this business, sure. I do not yep. And it's gotten to a point where as much as good as of a player as the man is, let him go. If he's going to start pulling this stuff and be worth millions at the same time, um, I went through the 70s and 80s as a fan. Uh, I hope we don't have to go through that long of a time period, but what you have here is um, a generation of people that have seen Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and that's all they know. That's correct. They don't know yep. what ha- what it was like after Bart Starr retired. They don't. They never saw Don Horn. They never saw David Whitehurst. They they don't know what it was what it was like to go through almost 20 years of really bad football because of really bad drafts and the money is just crazy I can't even count that high I looked up how much Aaron Rodgers is worth right now and I thought I was going to lose everything
3: <laughs> yeah it's crazy Jeff thanks for the call man thanks for listening on the Odyssey uh, dot com app Uh, Let's go to Jason downtown. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Jason? Hey, how you doing? Good.
10: Um, Yeah, I'm really disappointed in what everyone's been saying. Um, You know, if you think for one second our team is anything without Aaron Rodgers, you're crazy. I grew up bleeding green and gold. Aaron Rodgers has every right to do what he's been doing right now. He's putting it in Gutekiss's face. Gutekiss didn't give a crap about him when he drafted Love. Correct. And now it's being thrown back in his face when Aaron Rodgers has done everything for this team. And it just sickens me to hear these fans and everybody else call in and say, oh, well, we're ready to move on. Well, do you know what that's like? Do you? Have you ever won a game without Aaron Rodgers? Have you seen what he's done under McCarthy? Have you seen what he's done under LaFleur? LaFleur isn't half the coach without Rodgers. LaFleur's not a good play caller. Everyone knows that. Rodgers makes those plays work. Rodgers makes his team work. And anybody who knows anything about football, I don't know how they can agree with that.
0: Okay. You
3: can ask me anything you want. I I don't have anything to ask you, sir. I have nothing to ask you, Jason, whatsoever. I'm just letting you vent and and have your say about how bad all these coaches are and how great Rodgers is. I. That's totally fine. Look, you're validated right now because McCarthy didn't do anything in Dallas last year. Not that his whole team was hurt, but either way, that that, that didn't happen. And you'll be validated with LaFleur if when Rodgers leaves, they go in the tank and stink for three or four years and he gets fired. You'll be validated there. Now, if when Rodgers leaves, they win 10 games with Jordan Love, then you may not be validated as much. Thanks for the call. I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's right or wrong. I don't know. We haven't seen Matt LaFleur be a head coach without Aaron Rodgers. Didn't see Mike McCarthy become a head coach without Aaron Rodgers until last year. And then his quarterback got hurt, and the whole thing went downhill after that for him. So again, we'll wait and see. Maybe Aaron Rodgers has been covering up a, bad, a bunch of bad coaches this whole time. Don't know. Have you ever thought about becoming your own boss? Now is the time. Time to start that new career with Young Express. Become a successful transporter of expedited freight. What does that mean? That means you drive for a living. That's it. Turn on the radio to 1250 AM The Fan, listen to Bart Winkler, listen to the Wendy's Big Show, listen to Sparky's Midday Madness, listen to the Rami Show, and you get paid for it. That's all you do. You go, you pick up stuff at point A, then you go to where Dispatch tells you to go, you drop it off. You can get back to Dispatch, where do I go next? They tell you, you drive there. That's it. You're driving for a career. That is your career. They're going to pay you to drive a vehicle. Swear to God, with minimal investment in your own vehicle, Young Express will provide you all the training necessary for you to become a successful transporter of expedited freight. 99% no-touch freight. So as I always say, you don't have to be a gigantic, huge dude to do this job. You can be small like me and still make it work. The freight is loaded and offloaded for you, so all you have to do is worry about driving. They're looking for full-time, independent contractors right now. Join the Young Express team. You can find them at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express. Success drives them. Welcome back. It's Sparty's Midnight Madness. Rami Magloff. The Rami Show comes up uh, here shortly. Just a couple of minutes here on hold. Don't go anywhere. Rami, uh, we'll get to you. This is oh, going to yeah. take like two, call or th- day again. two or three minutes. Rami wants to talk about the Justin Fields trade and no, the uh, pick by the no. Bears.
2: That's the last thing I want to talk about. Absolutely That's all not. I
3: want to hear you talk about. That's absolutely- I don't even care about what you have to say about Rodgers. I want to hear you cry. I am mowing some more
2: in the shower today. I can't. I'm I'm really good at analogies. I don't know if you. I'm know glad that, you figured
3: so out where the microphone was. I'm really good, good. at. Well,
2: this microphone it's it droops. Yeah. it needs to go to new mail. It like it won't stay up.
3: But exact same thing. I was just gonna say. I really. Idea.
2: I'm really good with analogies, and today I came uh-uh. up. I came up with the perfect analogy for Justin Fields to the Bears. But I'm, I'm gonna maybe we get to it today. Maybe not. I know Packers fans don't really care about that today. And who cares what I what I'm thinking about. We need to we need so, to get to this. So if you're stuff. if
3: you're the Packers, yes, you got second, third round, a ton of picks tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Are you playing for Jordan Love in the future, or are you playing to make Aaron Rodgers happy? Always for the future.
2: The draft is always for the future. Because
3: this is my take. I don't care about wide receivers this year. Not at all. I know we don't have any under contract. I don't care. Because if I believe, and I do believe, you're going to have to move this dude anyhow, Rodgers, and if I believe, and I do, that Devontae Adams is not going to want to sign an extension to play for Jordan Love the rest of his career, then I don't know if that's
2: necessarily the case. I'm not saying it's not the case. We don't know. But I don't know if that's necessarily the case.
3: If he wants to get in the Hall of Fame, he probably wants to go somewhere else. So those two guys, right, if if I got to move both of them, I'm going to get a bunch of picks. I'll go get two stud wide receivers in the draft's first round next year. I'll have the ammo to move up to get whoever I want. And if Jordan Love has to be my quarterback this year and we win five or six games, gonna suck anyhow. I'm gonna be at the top of the first round to get me a premier wide receiver. I'm not wasting picks in the second, third, fourth, fifth round on wide receivers that aren't gonna be special. You can come at me with all you want about this kid from Ole Miss that looks like Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb, good. Randall Cobb's not special. I am not. I don't care about good. If I want good, I I want a good offensive tackle. Get me a good edge rusher. Get me a good corner. I'll figure out premier wide receivers like Waddle and Chase and Devontae Smith. I'll get those type of wide receivers in the first round next year yeah, when Rodgers I mean, is gone and now I'm in full, let's go help Jordan Love mode.
2: Again, You and you're not the only one. A lot of people do this. You get hung up on where a guy was picked. Devontae Adams was a second, what was he, a second round pick? Am I right? Or was he even lower than that?
3: Mm, second, I think.
2: Okay, no, I don't I, even remember. Not a lot of people were looking Jordy for Nelson him. Jordy
3: Nelson second, Greg right. Jennings second,
2: a lot of guys second. Monte Adams is the best wide receiver in the game. You can find gems later in the draft. And I don't know who they are, but ba- bottom line is... I don't need a receiver this year. To your question, I'm not taking a wide receiver to appease Aaron Rodgers, but if I want to take a wide receiver because I think it's the best pick I can make, I'm going to take that
3: wide receiver. Fine. Yeah, if you, if you believe that to be true, then that's fine. That's what you should do. Right. I, I'm just saying for me... I, I look at this, I want offensive tackle, I want edge rushers, I want corners but, or safeties. But looking for immediate impact from
2: a draft more times than not is a fool's errand and, if you, and, a, and a wild goose chase. As there.
3: I said earlier, if you are trying to get over the hump and you can't use free agency, that's the only hope you have of improving your football team. That is where the Green
2: Bay Packers are right now.
3: No, you improve and from within.
2: To, You're going to improve from the guys you took in last year's draft and two years ago's draft and three years ago's draft. Making, who's playing right tackle? leaps.
3: Who's making the leap at right tackle? I don't I don't know yet. I don't have that. <laughs> Who's making the leap? Uh, on either side of Canning Clark on the defensive line. I, I don't know. Don't have that either. I'm not hmm. sure. More of that brilliant analysis <laughs> coming up next on The Romney Show. Don't go anywhere.
0: Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color, starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at two fifty. dollars Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing. Only Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
1: Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here?
2: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.